1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Sports Radio 910 The Fair. Bring the energy! It's happening. Get it, get, 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 get. for your lives. It's time for MP on the mic. Cunning. Capable, agile, flexible. It gets me pumped and it gets me going. Michael Phillips is... Let's go! MP on the mic.
3: right Wednesday December 13 a newsy Wednesday you're listening to MP on the mic Michael Phillips here live from Richmond the action is down the road at Potomac Yard in Alexandria Uh, and you heard it on the junkies earlier in the nine o'clock hour lots of thoughts of course on the new arena deal everything going on uh, in in that world, the Capitals, the Wizards, development, jobs, economic impact, uh, all those numbers, I was told there would be no math. Well, there, there's math today. We'll dive into that here in our first segment. Uh, Bob Chesney introduced as JMU's football coach. Uh, yesterday, we'll hear uh, in the next segment uh, some clips from his introductory press conference. And, of course, this is your home of the Rams. Big day. VCU basketball ticket giveaway. Before this hour is over, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to VCU's basketball game on December 22nd. That's a Friday night. Next Friday night, a little pre-holiday action down at the Stew as they take on Maryland Eastern Shore. So a very exciting day, very exciting giveaway, Uh, very excited to be joined by JC across the board. And uh, as we talk about VCU Christian Furman, uh, I'll I drop you a quick VCU stab before we get to the arena talk. Christian Furman's got two blocks per game right now. That's 37th in the country. Uh, and, and I think people are sleeping on just how well he's developed inside and, and the role player he's been. Uh, for them, you get Kwani Kwani rolling. You know, it's easy to be optimistic after a big win, and it was certainly a big win over corn State. But I think there's a lot of reasons – to be optimistic across the board, uh, certainly not the least of which is the return of Berstow, which uh, is is imminent to semi-imminent. Uh, we'll wait for official word on that, but uh, it'd be great to have him back in the lineup. I think Jason Nelson will get healthier as the season goes on as well. Lots of reasons to be optimistic there for VCU. Uh, but the big news today, uh, like I said, you heard it uh, right here, 9 a.m. on the fan uh, the junkies broke into programming for it. Uh, Monumental Network carried it live. Interesting uh, that Monumental Network could carry that live. Uh, they, they, they may just rerun this for four years straight here until 2028. Uh, here is our fired up governor, Mr. Glenn Youngkin. Okay, folks, I'm not sure I could be more excited
2: to come together this morning and uh, have the executive order that I passed last night for sunshine on this chilly morning actually happen. <laughs> I saw a gentleman out front, and I said, how's the coffee? And he said, hot. And I said, that's the
3: way it should be. <laughs> I love political humor. <laughs> like, that, that dude, like, he's got a team of speechwriters. He's worth more money than I'll ever, I'll ever see in my entire life combined. I, I asked somebody, I said, how's the coffee? And he said, Hot. And, and th- that was it though. That was that was the punchline. Uh made an executive order. It's gonna it's it's sunny. Like Oh man. It's uh it's like in uh in happy Gilmore. This guy spends more time in the sand than David Hasselhoff. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this dude This dude is fire up. Here's the uh here's the announcement. Uh Governor Glenn Youngkin at Potomac Yard announcing that Virginia uh is putting putting its chips on the table. to be the home of the Washington Wizards and Washington Capitals.
2: I am pleased to announce that right here in Alexandria's Potomac Yard, we have a plan to unleash a brighter, more extraordinary future. And as part of this amazing project, we will build a spectacular $2 billion sports and entertainment district. And this spectacular sports and entertainment district will be at the heart of the most vibrant innovation corridor in the world, a corridor that starts at Amazon HQ2 in Arlington and stretches through the Virginia Tech Innovation Campus and will find its anchor here in Alexandria with this amazing sports and entertainment district.
3: That, that's what caught my ear and uh, we'll we'll circle back on all that as we go forward here but uh I, there's first off it, it, people was oh you know this this was the site of the Redskin Stadium right this is where Jack Kent Cooke wanted to build the Redskin Stadium with Douglas Wilder and it fell through i don't think that's an exact comparable here i do think there's some similarities and if you were i, I was texting around some people last night uh, asking around it seems like people would give this about an 80% chance of happening. So obviously that's a big number. Uh, that, that's, that's It's more likely to happen than not, but it's not a sure thing either, right? One out of five chance it, it, it doesn't come through. And the, the reason is not the legislature. It looks like Glenn Youngkin has lined up the bipartisan support, right? Democrats control the House. Democrats control the Senate. Glenn Youngkin, we have a Republican governor. It looks like both sides are lined up on that. They did the numbers very well. Um, the numbers are good in the sense that monumental gets the money down the road instead of right now so there's not a big number on paper the big the big numbers are it's a two billion dollar project to bring the caps and whiz to to Potomac Yard in Alexandria and it's 200 million in infrastructure improvements from the state there's no other number right so the, the number was 600 million that was their ask instead of giving them 600 million they're going to cut them in on the project now I think this is a can't miss, obviously. You're talking about a great piece of real estate and two professional sports teams. They'll probably end up ahead of 200, uh, ahead of the 600 when it's all said and done, which is why I don't think D.C.'s offer last night of $500 million is anything more than saving face. I think the ship has sailed here. To me, the obstacle here is the neighborhood. Uh, and this is what I want to get to. Governor Glenn Youngkin's ticking off. It's next to Amazon. It's next to Virginia Tech. It's next to... You know, Reagan Airport, this thriving area, this is traditionally not how stadiums are done. Uh, Traditionally, a stadium is put in a part of town that needs revitalizing, where the land is cheap and there's less opposition. Uh, Instead, this one's being dropped into a happening neighborhood where things are happening. They'll say no tax money going towards building this thing, right? But they're cutting them in on the profits and they're using land around a metro Stop in a thriving neighborhood to create this. So you—it's you, not—it's a zero-sum game. You got to take the money from somewhere to put it to somewhere. That's the concern here, right? The concern is this neighborhood doesn't need this. Nobody in Alexandria was clamoring for this, but they're getting it, right? Hey, Merry Christmas! Here's an arena. I—I well, I didn't want an arena. Traffic's really bad, and I, I'm perfectly fine going downtown. Here's—here's uh, your, here's your Christmas present. Merry Christmas! You got an arena. That's where the opposition will come from. It'll come from the neighborhood that doesn't want it. Because I I think the state's aligned. Ted Leonsis is getting a heck of a deal here. He shopped around. He got himself a great deal. Uh, He got a pile of money. And if he hangs on to Capital One Arena, he can book concerts and Georgetown basketball and things down there. So I I don't think that'll sit empty either. The, The issue, of course, as always, is, I mean, this is another loss for, downtowns for for city centers for urban environments i you know the, one of the great things about the richmond coliseum was it brought people downtown in its heyday you you you're losing those things and and certainly it will increase the pressure on dc on mayor muriel bowser to bring the commanders to the rfk site uh, to get a pro sports team back uh, after losing two here today to to get a win uh because that those are two very important anchor tenants uh, in the capitals and the wizards and I was down there the other night and I you know people talk about it's not safe down there anymore downtown DC, uh, you know it's it's an unsafe place I don't find that to be true um uh, let me just say a couple of things we're just we're just we're all gonna level with each other here right It smells like marijuana down there at all times now um I just I'm being honest I, I did JC, JC raised the eyebrow I'm not getting myself fired today I promise. But it does. I, I was like, be careful. Uh, that's correct. I mean, it's legal and everything, though,
0: right? So it's, it's
3: fully legal in the district. Yes. but, but I guess nobody... that's
0: a level of contingency is do you
3: want to smell it everywhere? And a lot of the storefronts are empty because the office workers haven't come back. So there's mm-hmm. no yeah, there's no lunch crowd in D.C. anymore. Like there's still right. restaurants around the, the arena. But those those things combine make it look like, oh, this is a place that's less than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Which in some ways it is mm-hmm. um, bad news uh, on, on the, the marijuana front for the people who who are bothered by that. Uh, Luis Lucas, she's running the Senate now in Virginia, uh, okay. says she's going to use legalizing marijuana as a bargaining chip uh, if the governor wants this thing built oh, Lordy, um, Well, so so there you go. <laughs> um, so
0: so that's coming. Compromises um, must be
3: made, it sounds like. And, and and two, I mean, this will be a a less vibrant area because it because it is a suburban area. It's there's a Target two blocks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's a less vibrant area than than the downtown D.C. I, I thought those concerns were overblown. Clearly, the city came to play. You know, they asked for monumental asked for six hundred million. Uh, they they ponyed up five hundred million in the end, which is is not. I mean, look, that's not the number they asked for. That's a good number though, half a billion dollars to keep the team in town. Ultimately. Ted Leone is chasing the dollar at the cost of potentially the fan experience and potentially uh, the, the, the urban experience and what's best for the city. And I, I think that's the tough part to swallow about all this is everybody did what was in their best interest. Yunkin got himself a big win. Uh, he bagged two, two teams uh, to, to come play in the state of Virginia, uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Ted Leonsis did what was best for him. He's got a willing partner. He's got a group that will be able to throw up a stadium quickly. He's going to get an iconic facility. But the fans, as always, end up on the outside looking in. They get a lesser experience out of all this. And, you know, the, the fabric of the city is slightly diminished now as a result of this. You know, you had a big anchor that was still bringing people into the city. Now moving to the suburbs. And, and, and that's, that's tough. Um, you know, the, the fans don't get a seat at this table. The fans get to find out last, uh, after after all the politicians and the maneuverings are done. Eighty uh, percent's my number. Uh, I, I think I think the neighborhood's going to pitch a fit about this. I don't think the neighborhood wants it, um, but I do think there's enough juice to get it through the general assembly this spring. The only thing that would stop it, in my opinion, would be like a full-on freeze where the Democrats and the Republicans just don't get along, and this thing's a casualty of that. That they kill it just to prove a point. Um, but it, it does seem like, and Virginia's always had a, a very pro-business bend, uh, which certainly is the case here. And the numbers are structured that it, nobody's going to strenuously object as it comes through. You've got Metro access. You've got all the things. It's a minor deal. Um, it, it's exciting for Virginia to have a team. I can tell you personally, as a Virginian, I like having the teams across the border. Uh, they they pay. I'll drive. I'll enjoy. I'll spend my money there. Yeah. Um, but but I, I think it's uh, I think it's more likely to happen than not, and I think that's what we're all wrapping our minds around this morning as uh, as Yunkin takes his uh, victory lap. You know how that coffee is, Josh? That coffee's hot. Coffee's <laughs> yep. hot this morning. Boy, yeah, and it's hot too. It's hot in Virginia. <laughs> Look out. Uh, hopefully, we will have good teams by then, because because goodness, they are both bottoming out at the moment. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, hope, hopefully twenty eight will bring uh, bring some better teams as well speaking of good teams jmu introduced their new football coach we'll hear from our guy bob chesney on the other side of this break you're listening to 910 the fan now at 105.1 fm
2: this is mp on the mic on sports radio 910 the fan and 105.1 FM.
3: all right so uh a big thing happened monday night that uh I overlooked in the moment, and, and I want to make sure it's overlooked no further. Uh, JC, uh, I know you're a movie guy. Uh, I'm not a movie guy, but but I've got some soft spots, of course. Uh, one of which is the great classic, Coming to America. Uh, oh yes, a great great movie. Uh, it's McDowell's. Uh, there there there's no. There, it's, it's the same as a Big Mac, but there's no there's no sesame seeds on the bun. <laughs> but there's no sesame seeds on the bun. There's no sesame. <laughs> Gosh, Um, what a classic. All right, so during that game, they attempt to talk football, and uh, here's how it goes.
1: Sir, I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on
0: television last night?
1: No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay, and in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory.
3: (laughs) Um... That happened Monday night. It was Giants Packers and the Giants won by a field goal. We finally got the scene from coming to America. That's it's so in incredible. real life. It was the Coming to America game
0: came full circle. It's like they were predicting the future almost like the Simpsons, right? The,
3: they're <laughs> uh, The thing about the Simpsons is they've made like 7 trillion episodes at this point. They've covered all possible contingencies for the future. Right. I saw a clip the other day. I I, I haven't watched Simpsons in years, but but love love the early seasons. Same, their same. their voices have have changed drastically. Bart like, does not sound like Bart anymore. It's jarring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I get that, you know, it's been a long time. It's been like 30 years, but it was like jarring. It was like hearing like a Simpsons knockoff instead of the Simpsons. I'm sure if you've watched it every year since, Uh it's been a gradual change.
0: Right. And it wouldn't slap you in the face like it did you.
3: But as somebody who hasn't watched the Simpsons in 15 (laughs) years, I just boom, it hit all at once. Like, who's that? Oh, that's Marge. Really? Oh, whoa. That's a little crazy. By the way, this is actual footage. Oh, it
0: was
1: most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay.
0: Of me talking about football. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when I talk about football. <laughs> it, oh, it was it was very exciting. They, it was electrifying. They threw the ball, and uh, another man caught it, and they ran across <laughs> a line, and, and everyone went
3: crazy. <laughs> you know, I still haven't seen the new one, um, which... I, I, everybody i know was just so disappointed by it mm-hmm. that i i think i just i sat on it i haven't haven't done it you and i have talked about this
0: off of the air um, and i'm let not, the people in
3: let, let the people in on our discussion
0: i need to know if Stubb has seen it or not if yeah, we'll he's seen Stubb the first one on and the second one cuz that's that's where it matters you have to have seen the first one at least once and yeah. cuz it's a
3: time honored classic y- yes the uh, but, second one was A letdown. Okay, see, you're not you're not getting me any closer to seeing it. I'll I'll say that. I mean,
0: it's do it for science if you wanna,
3: (laughs) do it for research (laughs) if you wanna. But no, no, next next movie I'm gonna watch is the Barry Sanders documentary uh, on Amazon. That that's my guy. He's from Wichita, Kansas. Okay, uh, as as I am. Tell me more. Uh, He was a football player. Okay. Um, he was very very good, and I can't believe we're still doing this. I, I didn't say... I, I can't. I just can't. <laughs>
0: so I've made this joke with Awad, also off the air that Michael may have finished the semester at VCU as a professor of journalism, but his professor of remedial sports history continues uh, for me and only
3: me. Uh, Emmett Smith, me. Barry Sanders. I know Emmett Smith. Okay. Well, Barry Sanders was better. Um <laughs> all right Ken Bob Chesney I, I almost said Kenny Bob Chesney not related to Kenny We've been was doing introduced that too. as JMU's football coach yesterday uh let's uh let's play uh play a little cut here from the introductory uh press conference about making Jmu uh, a thriving program uh here's I'm Bob not here Chesney, to knock down a pro- new JMU coach <laughs>
1: You have an unbelievable football program here, right? I am here to advance it and accelerate it, right? I'm here to add to it and not slow this down in any which way. And I express that to the team.
3: Why don't we play the other two, two cuts here to uh, Bob Chesney?
1: I see huge opportunity here. I want to win championships. You want to win championships. And we will do that together, right? I want to share in the sacrifice and the challenge with these men and I want to develop our players, right? I want to be proud of this team and know that we are making an impact on each other's lives. There's a lot of unbelievably great things going on on that field that are gonna continue to go on, right? At the same point in time, there's some things that I think that I could help with to take us to that next
3: level. And I'm excited to put that into place. He's uh it's like the Bomb Chesney Infomercial there. I felt like he was about to sell me some steak knives. He's it, a really good speaker. Yeah, like a solid I, speaker. Yeah, because you know, we, we have some football coaches uh in I'm thinking of one in Blacksburg that like they, you know, I love him. He's the perfect guy for the job. Brent Pry. He he is okay, <laughs> But like it sounds like he's just eaten a mouthful of gravel every time he talks.
0: I do my Brent Pry impression every now and again. All due respect to you, coach. Lo- hey.
3: It's hokey football. <laughs> okay. Hokey, football means tradition. If, like, and that's that's who you want to be the coach of hokey football, right? right. Hey, yeah. honestly, you you open your mouth, you sound like that. You're the coach. If are Beam, hired.
0: if Jim Beam or Jack hasn't reached out to you to sponsor yeah. to do a commercial. If, Thirty years, to. Ago,
3: thirty years ago, he's in a commercial. I'm Brent Pry, coach of Virginia Tech Hokies. When I'm on the sideline, take a nice smooth drag of my Marlboros. You they, know, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he can't do that anymore. No, you um, cannot but, endorse cigarettes. But but, anymore. but that, he would have been there in like the full Tom Landry suit. You know, t- <laughs> t- taking a drag off the Marlboro. Um, For sure, this is the opposite of that. Like young guy, you know, clean, smooth, smooth operator. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to win the press conference. Bob Chesney won the press conference. Um, mm-hmm. Now the hard work begins. Uh, he's He said all the right things uh, about continuing the legacy and the tradition there. And, I, I mean, I, I think Jeff Bourne has more than earned the benefit of the doubt when he hires coaches uh, based on the success JMU's had over the years. Uh, but dude's got his work cut out for him in transfer portal world. The mid-majors are the ones that hurt the most. I mean, I, that was part of what I liked about the Ryan Odom hire here. He showed up with two ballers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he showed up with Shulga and Bearstow you know that that helps you out as you're building a team will he bring any holy Cross players will any holy Cross players be able to hang? I don't know that, that that's to be seen but he's got some work to do and uh, hopefully he can grab some of those guys and uh, and yank them back out of the portal because jmu' success is of course uh, all of our success here uh, as we follow our local, Teams. All right, we're going to give away VCU basketball tickets before the hour is over. Stay tuned for that. Uh, lots more fun to come. This is MP on the mic. You're listening to 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1. All right, here we go. We are rolling down the tracks. It's 10:30 on a Wednesday, December 13th, a newsy Wednesday. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to the uh, the new arena top of the hour here. Uh, that's the big news. Uh, state and the Capitals and Wizards. Ted Leonsis's monumental company building, uh, proposing a big arena. Now that goes to the General Assembly, and I'm I'm curious which way the gen- the General Assembly takes that, um, because I I do think there'll be broad bipartisan support. I think business development is generally a positive. I don't know that Ted Leonsis has a sterling reputation as a sports owner and the teams are bad right now, that always hurts, right? The, the training camp deal that brought the Redskins here, that got done during the RG3 year, right? The, you need some excitement on the court to generate some excitement at the gate uh, in the financial sectors, and they don't have that right now. Uh, so I'll be very curious to see uh, how that goes, which way that goes. Um, all right, it is time, as promised, uh, we are going to give out two tickets to VCU Basketball. Uh, this is the December twenty second game against Maryland Eastern Shore. Uh, so we're giving out two tickets, VCU basketball against Maryland Eastern Shore next Friday night at the Stew. Uh, a little pre-holiday special. Uh, it should be a ton of fun. Uh, the, it, I think they'll win. I can't promise you a win. That's not. A, you. This is an official contest. Sometimes I do unofficial contests where I just give away stuff that's not bolted down in here. This is an official. <laughs> Nine ten to fan contest. I can't promise things that aren't on this sheet of paper. I can't promise you VC will win the game. I can't promise you you'll have a good time, but I think you will. I think you will have a good time. You we also can't standards. promise that you
0: won't find a hotel pen in there.
3: Right. We might just throw one in there. You know. You never So I don't know if I don't think a hotel pen is included here because I think <laughs> the promotions department is like emailing these out. We can't. We, we can't touch that. We can't email a hotel pen. That just means you guys have to call in for Hotel Pen Trivia. Yeah, Yeah. so we're back next week with the Hotel Pen. So we can't play the Hotel Pen Sounder because this is an official nine ten fan contest. I know. I was itching to play it. I know. This is the home of the Rams. Uh, It's VCU basketball. We'll do a little trivia. We'll make it topical trivia here. Uh, If you know the answer, call in 833-804-0910. Win a pair of VCU basketball tickets. The question, uh, who was the last professional sports team to play its regular season games in the state of Virginia or the Commonwealth of Virginia if you want to be snobby like that. Uh, call us 833-804-0910. Let us know the last professional sports team to play its regular season games in Virginia. We talked about this on yesterday's program. Big hint there. So we'll reward our, our regulars here uh, slash our, our people that know their Virginia sports history. Uh, so 833 804 910 and you can win a pair of tickets to VCU basketball next Friday night against Maryland Eastern Shore at the Stew. Uh, a little, little pre-holiday action there for VCU. They're they're rounding into form. They're looking good. Uh, we're we're certainly excited to uh, to see the Rams this week and uh, see what happens there. So Josh will field those phone calls, and um, we'll let you know. And this is you, you got to go way back for this one. Um, the the phone lines are lighting up right now, um, so I, I would say if you're hearing this and thinking about calling, uh, I think we'll I think we'll have a winner momentarily. <laughs> we we got a winner 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 chicken dinner. There you go. That's uh, that's the Josh phrase. He'll, he'll get he'll get their information and uh, we'll get them tickets to VCU. Oh, he thinks he's gonna win
0: a chicken dinner, They'll, Michael. I messed up. It's not a, it's should, not on not on the sheet of it. paper.
3: We cannot we cannot email a chicken dinner. Um, can't can't do it. Uh, there we go. Uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, so we I think we've got our winner on the line. All right. Uh, what's what's your name?
2: My name's Rock Willoughby. That's my uh, Rock is my nickname, but Tyler's my uh first name.
3: My I don't my headset is not working here. I'm going to grab a new headset. This is uh we spent all our money giving away the tickets, apparently. So hang on just a second here. Josh, <laughs> you can for filibuster with here while I, I get prepared. All right. I'm back on board here. Sorry. What's your name? Tyler Willoughby. All right. Tyler, and uh, who's the last sports team to play its regular season games in Virginia? The Virginia Squares. Yes, sir. The ABA with Dr. J and all that good Stuff. Fatty, t-
2: Fatty Taylor. Don't forget Fatty Taylor. I love oh, it. Oh
3: man, with I, the pulls. I, I want to pull, the Fatty Taylor pull. I love it. This is great. Did <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, I know that team. I've ever seen Squires merchandise out in the wild. Somebody needs to make those like retro <laughs> shirts. Do you have any rock? Do you have any uh Squires Squires
0: merch from back <laughs> in the day?
2: No, sir, I don't, but I wish I did, you know.
3: Could be worth something. Uh,
2: Throwing up those balls that were uh, striped and everything. Yep. colored balls.
3: Absolutely. That's fantastic. All right. Hang on the line. Josh is going to get your information. Uh, thank you for playing. We're going to get you a pair of tickets to the VCU basketball game on December 22nd, Friday night, against Maryland Eastern Shore. And uh, if you did not win, I uh, saw some of you saw the phone lines light up here. We, did, we didn't get to everybody, obviously. We will have another opportunity to win at about... 11.47. Uh, so file that away. Please listen to the rest of the show. We enjoy it when you listen to the program and enjoy it. Uh, but if you want to win that pair of tickets, that is your time to do so. Uh, about 11.47 this morning, we're going to give away another pair of tickets to VCU basketball. Rams taking on uh, Maryland Eastern Shore. That'll be uh, after this this Saturday's game. Uh, matinee, 2 o'clock against Temple. You can hear all the games right here on the home of the Rams. nine ten the fan. Now, it's always been... Right it's one of those things where when we say last last pro sports team there's always people who get a little agitated that's why you know I had to be very careful with the phrasing NASCAR is a professional sport and NASCAR comes to Virginia several times a year uh down in, down on Martinsville with our friends down there of course uh, here at Richmond Raceway they'll be racing under the lights twice next year and uh we'll look forward to uh to that of course the Easter night race for the first time out there at RRR, so Tons of professional sports. Um, th- we occasionally host the women's professional team up in Northern Virginia. Um, the kickers, the squirrels, you know, are, are professional teams, uh, minor league teams, not major league teams, but but professional teams. And certainly we've seen some great athletes and some great players come through both of those places. So it is a sports rich place. Uh, commanders are based out of Ashburn. My guy, Lane Casadani, was texting me about that. He said, are the commanders based out of Virginia? No, I don't think so. Um, they practice here. I just don't think that's the same. I think the Commanders are, are Maryland's team because they play their games in Maryland. Although I will say this, with today's announcement from Monumental that they're building the arena in uh, uh, in Alexandria, if the General Assembly approves it, uh, if, if that happens, I think that really cranks up the pressure on... D.C. and and Mayor Bowser and that crew to land the Commanders. Uh, I think I think that competition just heated up. I don't know if that takes Virginia out of the running or not. I think Virginia is already fading from the running, but it certainly doesn't help their situation at all um, in in terms of what they've done and what they were able yeah. to do there. Uh, so that's uh, that that's the news of the day for sure. That's that's what's. Uh, that's what's cooking up in DC a, I and I, I think I'm we'll s- we'll see a lot of that play out here in Richmond and, and the general Assembly uh general Assembly season and everything going on there um so it's uh it's a wild more you see a lot of people weigh in and what does this mean for DC what does this mean for the city what does this mean for you know sports fans for fans of metro areas right like you know DC's already already taken some hits over the last last few years. Uh, So I I think all of that certainly factors in as you break all that down. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll have the live from Ashburn show, which is always one of my favorites. We'll go inside the commander's locker room later today. Bring those clips to you tomorrow. Um, Going into the season, the big storyline for the commanders, right, was this defense needs to force more takeaways. Um, They haven't forced a takeaway, created a turnover since November 5th. It's been more than a month now since they've created a turnover. Now, they had the bye week during that time, but that's just a little window into why things are going as poorly as they are going for the Washington Commanders, right? Off season, we knew what they needed to do. They needed to create more turnovers. They needed to shore up that offensive line. They didn't do either of those things, and we saw coming in that they hadn't done either of those things. That's what's tough, is these were all foreseeable problems and fixable problems. Now, they attempted to fix the turnover problem. They signed emmanuel forbes who who had a ton of interceptions in college he just hasn't and i don't think he's not going to pan out long term i think he'll he'll get a nice reset with the new coaching staff next year but he hasn't been the playmaker they had hoped for this year and that defense as a whole I asked ron rivera on monday you know hey john allen and deron Payne are taking a lot of flack for their their season so far what do you make of that and He said look they they don't have help, um, you know. Essentially, I, you know, he would never say it that harshly. I'm paraphrasing him, but look at who they have on the ends. You know, they've lost Chase, they've lost Montez. Look at what the back back seven is giving them, uh, and, and so you would expect a drop off in performance in all those cases. And and so I I do think I know you'll hear a lot of noise, like you know John Allen, Terry McLaurin. Who do you trade? Who do you keep? I think you'll see a lot of those names stay and and the new the new coaches will want them to stay and help set the tone for the new uh new regime new era coming to the commanders a little bit of excitement uh but certainly the caps and the wizards have the headlines today that's for sure all right uh an hour and change left we'll take you up to AWOD Radio uh he'll be on from noon to 3 today uh we'll uh, we'll cross talk as we do during his program uh we're going to cancel football teams today we've been doing this survivor style you got to cancel a football team and whoever's left standing at the end of the year is the winner. I'll turn in my, my pick during that program, then Grant and Danny. I know we'll have some thoughts about this monumental development, uh, monumental sports and entertainment, uh, which also, you know, that word can be used another way, too. Uh, fire up the pun machine. It's time to fire up the old pun machine. Let's go. Josh perked up at that. He loves that. I need to warm up first. I don't, I don't have any. All right. Lots more to come. <laughs> You're listening to MP on the mic, and Fun. It's a Wednesday morning. This is 910 The Fan, not 105.1 FM. All right, back at it, flying up to the top of the 11 o'clock hour MP on the mic. That's the show. You're listening to 910 The Fan at 1051 FM and, of course, worldwide on the free Odyssey app. Appreciate you guys playing a little sports trivia with us, as we do on Wednesdays in the previous segment. Uh, if you missed out on the VCU basketball tickets, great news for you. We got another pair coming in one hour. So set your watch, set your sundial, however you keep time. Uh, you know, let let your dog uh, know to come bark at you in an hour. We got another pair of tickets, VCU basketball against Temple. It's a giveaway Wednesday, right here on the fan, and uh, we'll ask you another trivia question at eleven forty five. Giveaway another pair of tickets to that VCU Temple game. So excited to be doing that. Now, I'm not a huge believer in quote unquote the ratings, right? Like, I'm I'm not like. Well, if it has good ratings, that was a success, and, and bad ratings, it wasn't. I'm, and, you know, people do this. They live and die with every, like, what, what, had the NFL game, do? was it up, was it down? Uh, how are the ratings? It, let me just say this. It doesn't affect your life at all. Watch a program. Enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. That's it, up to you. Uh, I happen to really enjoy NHL hockey. Uh, I know from the ratings, uh, n- none of you do. Uh, it's it's no nobody enjoys NHL hockey. It, it, it's a total dud in the ratings. It doesn't mean I shouldn't enjoy it. That doesn't mean they need to change everything about the sport. Some things just appeal to different people. But um, I was definitely curious, uh, excited, uh, intellectually stimulated to see what the NBA in-season tournament would do because I do think it was a clever idea and I do think it was it was well executed. And I think it was a first year and there's tons of room for improvement there. They also got the break of all breaks when, when LeBron James made the championship and, and ultimately won it with the Lakers. Uh, 4.6 million viewers uh, for the Pacers-Lakers in-season tourney championship game. Uh, that's the best non-Christmas Day regular season game in six years. Uh, that's that's a win for the NBA, right? That's uh And, and I loved it. I... I know that there's a lot they need to tweak. They need to go back to the drawing board on some things. Um, it was it was hard to follow because you were on, you were off. Now, I I liked how they did the courts. I thought that was a fun mix-up, and, and it told me when I was watching, right, this is an in-season tournament game. The number one suggestion I continue to have, of course, I think other people have said this as well. I'm not. I, I didn't come up with this genius idea all on my own. I think lots of people realize this. If you're going to imitate the the european tournaments right the fa cup these great um i don't know if you saw the video that like the sixth league team in france that gets to play against psg and they're all like going crazy in like an elementary school classroom cuz that's where they train like they, you know that that sort of thing that's obviously what this tournament is modeled on i think you got to let more teams in you got to let those teams in let's let's fly in some greek league champions let's fly in some spanish league teams from spain let's find brazil's best I don't know that it works to to get college teams in. Obviously, I would love to have college teams participate in that. I think that would be an amazing addition. Uh, I don't know that that works as cleanly as you'd like it to. But I think there's a ton of, ton of room for improvement there. I know the G League contracts make it messy, but I, I think you could find a way there, bring some G League teams in, uh, do that. But it's it's uh, it's a great start, and it gets people talking about basketball at a time where this show doesn't devote a lot of time to basketball, right? And it's, you know, in a lot of ways, it's what NASCAR tried to do when they put the playoffs in. And I, I think they failed, which is you're going into the teeth of football season. How do you find a way to get people talking about your product, your sport uh, against football, which consumes, I'm as guilty as anybody, 98% of my attention, my brain space, my airtime? You tune in to hear me. Talk about what I'm interested in. I'm interested in football right now, and, and we mix in some VCU basketball, of course. But, you know, how do you break through in those days uh, in, in that season? I think the NBA is on to something. I, I think they'll tweak it, but I, I also thought the caliber of play was really good, uh, especially towards the end. You wondered, right? Like, is this going to be a bull game thing where, sure, like it's a game, but the stars. Sit out for load management, or you know, you don't you don't get everybody. The the caliber of play was very good, especially at the finish in Vegas, which which I think really helped the event along. um was obviously a very very good thing for the in season tournament and for. Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, who I I think is the best of the four major commissioners. I, I think he's really sharp. Uh, I think he's got that product pointed in the right direction for sure. For Virginia's own uh, NBA team, the Washington Wizards, of course, uh, as of, as of whenever they vote on it, whenever they vote on it. We, we talked about it. We talked about it. We'll talk about it again at 11. There, there are caveats. There are caveats. E- easy there. Uh, but but in terms of breaking through, they've been able to do that in a way a lot of other sports haven't college basketball has, has their very best games early in the season, the best non-conference games. It's hard to break through. NASCAR has their playoffs on football Sundays. It's hard to break through. Uh, and, and I think the NBA achieved that. So I, I think that's I think that's commendable. Yeah. Um, LeBron gets the title, which is great because it gets everybody riled up. Like, oh, LeBron wins another meaningless title. Oh, it's just like when LeBron was in the bubble, he only wins when it doesn't matter. Like, e- e- easy there. It's it's an NBA in-season tournament. Nobody's suggesting that. I will fight you, though, over the bubble title. All the teams were there. They were all playing as hard as they could. I, I don't understand how that's a fake title in any way when you won the exact same number of games you would have won elsewhere against the other exact same players who, by by all accounts did appear to want to win the championship that year. That's the part that gets me like, well, that title doesn't count because it was in a bubble. I don't know, man. Seem seemed they all wanted to win to me. I'll also be curious what the ratings were from, uh, from Monday Night Football this week uh, where, where the two games started at 8.15 instead of the stagger. Now, I'm an East Coaster. I'm an old man. I love the stagger because you get a game that starts at 7 o'clock. That game ends at 10 o'clock. That's that's nice for me. I, li- I like a game that ends at 10 o'clock uh, st- I stayed up though. I, I stayed up till 1130. Uh, 30. It-, it was a good product, and it kind of staggered itself a little too, which was nice, right? Like Tennessee scored the first of their two late touchdowns right as Packers Giants was-, was winding down with that big field goal. so that that was fantastic. Uh, that that was uh, you know, the double headers I, I remain pr- kind of opposed to on principle. I just think it's really hard for the fans. To, to go to a Monday night game. Uh, you know so when you create more Monday night Thursday night games, I think you box out more fans out of the product. that's that's why the one o'clock Sunday kickoff is the greatest thing in sports, right? It's accessible to everybody. You're not doing anything Sunday at one o'clock. You're, you're awake, uh, you're alert, you're good to go. Uh, it, it's it's the best time in sports and the more you move things away from that, I think you more, the more you damage the core product. I also, I also appreciate, I'll pass this along, uh, along, Joe Barry has his defense ranked 28th in the league there in Green Bay. Those of us who, uh, who lived through the Washington years empathize with what the Packers are going through right now. All right, one more hour of radio then AWOD takes over for AWOD Radio. We're going to give away VCU Temple basketball tickets at 1145. Don't miss that. Plenty more to come. This is 910 The Fan at 105.1 FM. This
1: episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.